Australia. So look, we going into right now, y'all. Keep talking cash, drop a bag on your ass. It won't be the first, so it won't be the last. The B-Side is on a two-week break. We will return April the 5th. Stay tuned.
The setup of Tony Montana when I first did it, I just heard the beat. The day I went in the studio and heard the beat, I just thought, man, it sound like a fright movie. It sound frightening. How can I make it softer? How can I make it uh, translated with the people? How can I, I make, make it come across right? So that's when I was just like, I'm gonna give it a metaphor. I'm gonna say Tony Montana. So when I went in the studio, I said Tony Montana, Tony Montana. But I didn't know saying I was gonna cop the Porsche. It just made me think like, Okay, Tony Montana, where he was at, he was in the Porsche. I'm about to cop the Porsche. Tony Montana, Tony Montana, you leave me no choice. He always said in it, you leave me no choice. Like, like, added it, do you leave me no choice, I think, of Tony Montana. I ain't go back and look at the movie, like, stop it right there. Let me go in the studio and say that part. It's just whatever I seen in the movie, just thoughts that I already had. That's why it's good to listen to songs like the Beatles, or a, a Jimi Hendrix, or a Luther Vandross, or was it Stevie Wonder, or whoever, it's an Ozzy Osbourne. It's just listen to those melodies, having those melodies in your head so you can feed off of it. When they gonna pop back up in your head two years from now, or three years from now, you're like, man, where I get that from? Oh, that's that such and such song. And you can relate to it, you know what I'm saying? It might hear a beat that relate to a rock and roll beat. Then you come up with those different kind of melodies and you get those vibes. That's how you put it in your own light. You add something, take something from somebody else and you put your twist to it. And now we back. So look here, man. The way we jump back in is the same way we left back out. With a bang. You know what I'm talking about? Every time we come back on. Y'all see what it is. Y'all see how the background done changed. We going in. It's time to go in. You know what I'm talking about? With none other than my brother BG Knockout. So as we doing what we doing and getting to what we get to, I want y'all to understand, man, that it is a blessing to be right here right now. It is a blessing to be able to do what we do right here. So look here, man. Can you hear me? None other, man. Look here, man. I just got, I just got, I just got wind that my brother is checking in, man. So look here, man. Without further ado, man, I want to introduce y'all to somebody, man, that I am a fan of. I want to introduce y'all to somebody, man, that I've been watching and I've been looking at. And I said, man, it's time for me to reach out to him, man. None other than my brother, man, BG Knox has just stepped into the building man i need y'all to go ahead and share this live i need y'all to start your watch parties i need y'all to tell a friend to tell a friend that bg knockout has just checked yo, in you yo, know what i'm yo. talking about what up bg what up with you homie man i can't call it man hey hey man first of all first and foremost my brother i want to thank you man for taking the time out of your day brother to walk over to the b-side man thank you man thank you thank you thank you you feel me Can you hear me, brother? You don't hear nothing? Okay, give me one minute. Okay, let me see what's going on with us. Let me see. Hold on. I'm going to get you right. So look here, man. As we get this party started, man, I want y'all to understand that uh, my brother BG is waiting on me. So let me get this thing in right quick, man. So look. So look, as y'all see, go ahead and start your watch parties, man. BG knockout just stepped into the building man i need y'all to go ahead and start your watch parties right now go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to check in because bg knockout is in the building man so so as we go ahead and proceed man look all you artists that's out here right now man i want y'all uh i want to i want to thank y'all for one who's yes. been sending the music in i want to thank y'all for two that's been saying look here man uh y'all got everything and y'all rocking with us 
Look here, man. As we move forward, we getting my brother ready, man. Y'all see BG knock out stepped into the building, man. Yeah, man, I was over here, man, just letting people know, you know what I'm saying, that you are alive and you are right now on the side, man. You didn't hear what I said right, just right. a few minutes ago. So I just want to say, man, thank you, brother. Thank you for tapping in into the show, man. Like, you could be anywhere else, man, but you decided to come over to the show. So we just want to say thank you, my brother, for being here. You feel yeah. Salute. Salute, Salute. Bro. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, man, look here, man. Now that you done checked in, man, I want to ask you something, brother. How you been, man? How you been? Man, I, I, you know, I've been all right. It's been an up and down year. I lost my mother this year. Bro. So, you know, it's kind of like I be in and out some days, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. for the most part, good, you know? Hey, man, I want to tell you, man, my heart goes out to you, brother. You know what I'm saying? For losing your mother. That's something right. I haven't done and something that I can't fathom. So for you to be able to just come on to the show, bro, man, I salute you 10,000 10, 10, times now, man. You know what I'm saying? And my oh, prayers are sure. with you and your family, brother. Thank you, homie. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Seriously. Absolutely, man. So while we here, man, you know... um, on this blessed day, you know, that we are here, you know, like this is my first time ever chopping it up with you and we doing it live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, as we do this, man, I just want to get to know you, you know what I'm saying, why we we do this, man. So let me ask you something, brother. Um, how did you get the yeah. name BG Knockout? Well, BG is a, uh, is a classification in the city of Compton where uh, everybody from you know, a certain a certain age range, um, starting with like 1987, 88, 89, up into the early to mid 90s, like um, people who are around my age at that time and, and people that are a little older than me, it was just a generation, a certain generation in Compton mm -hmm. that, that came up and we start classifying ourselves as baby gangsters, you know what I mean? So okay. it's like the 90s generation, pretty much the late 80s through the early 90s generation. Okay. And knockout okay. just came from me fighting. Like my uncles, <laughs> my uncles named me knockout as a little boy. You know what I mean? Because when I was real small, you know, as a little kid, I was just bad. Like four or five years old, just super bad. Always getting into shit. And yeah. uh, I used to go outside. And you know, I used to live in the projects. I used to live in the Jordan Down projects in Watts, where they feel men menace to society at. Yeah. So I used to always like fight the neighbors and shit like that. <laughs> come back home crying, you know, and my mother, you know, I didn't have a father then, like, I didn't know my father then at the time, and there was no father figure in my life, so my mother, she had a bunch of brothers who were kind of like a little bit older than me, like five, six, seven years older, mm -hmm. and they used to come over and beat my ass, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, until I knew, until I learned how to fight. Yeah. Once I learned how to fight, they started making me fight all the little, you know, they homeboys, nephews and little brothers and stuff like that yeah and so you know the name just came naturally after that started knocking niggas yeah. out that's what that was huh <laughs> yeah i figured that's where it came from man but for those that didn't know i wanted them to you know what i'm saying get that explanation as well man so let me ask you something yeah how did you start rapping though um i started rapping i was in a I was in, like in 1985, my mother caught a, a attempted murder case mm. and went to prison. Um, a year or so later, me and my brothers ended up in a foster system, like, you know, within, a, you know, foster care or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was in a boy's home at the time. And my brother, Drayster, the gangster who actually wrote the song Real Compton City G's, 
he was in youth authority, like junior prison. It's called mm. uh, CYA, California Youth Authority, which is like a junior prison here in California. Um, he was writing me letters, you know what I'm saying? And, and he would write his letters sometimes in the form of a rhyme. Mm. And he would try to tell me, like, learn this, you know what I'm saying? Like, learn how to say it or whatever. And then this is around the time, this 1986-ish, around the time Boys in the Hood came out. So naturally, you know, we, hit, yeah. we hear this song. <laughs> we riding the high off like somebody from our little ass city that came out with a big record. So yes, we like, sir. yo. So now that kind of inspired me a little bit more. And pretty much I just started, uh, I'm, I'm about 11 years old at the time, 11 and a half. And I just started following the cadence of music that I heard, like Boys in the Hood, Mixmaster Spade was a, a well-known person from my city back then. He's pre-Dr. Dre, pre-NWA, pre-King T. Um, and that's pretty much how I learned, just imitating their cadences and then start writing my own words eventually and just start, you know, doing it like that. And that's pretty much how it happened. So, okay, shout out your brother, Gangsta Drester, you know what I'm saying, Gangsta Dre. Absolutely. You know, I want, I, want to, I want to shout him out because I was, you know, uh, before you came on the show, bro, I was just, I was, I was, I was ODing on Easy E. I was ODing on the whole, you know, situation. And I saw that yeah. uh, Easy had did a um, interview with this, uh, this, this, this music radio, I mean, this music show, and your brother was there. And your brother, you know what I'm saying, like, I yeah. was like, Easy, like, yeah, he the one who came up with the song and all, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, yeah, I definitely got to shout him out because, look, that real city, real motherfucking G's, yo, that was one of my shits back in the day, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm talking about, like, just Easy was one of the coolest short dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like the way he walked, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like a giant, even though he was small, you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. So, that Absolutely. was something that I really, you know what I'm saying, said like, yeah, 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 I rock with that. And, and speaking of right. the legend, the great Easy E, man, like, how did you meet Easy? Was it through your brother or did you already know Easy? Nah, uh, we we pretty much, Easy was a legend, like, you know, even since I was a little kid. So, you know, back in the 80s, uh, you know, the dope game was like super booming or whatever. Yeah. And then you had youngsters who who like easy age at the time, like 15 years old, that got their hands on some dope and they started balling. You know what I mean? So down in L.A., you know, down in L.A., it was it was like different cities, Compton, Watts, Long Beach. You had these young dudes who was just cool. They was just some cool youngsters and they ended up balling at a young age. So easy had some dudes who who he used to run with that that watched me grow up. You know what I'm saying? Ah. And so I guess like after, uh, I'm gonna say around 1991, um, my brother's name, my brother was still in California Youth Authority. So his name was buzzing from in there, from being in jail, people was getting out talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Telling okay. people. And then my name was buzzing from the streets cause I used to do talent shows. I used to try to go everywhere and rap wherever I could. So one day, uh, two of these these two guys who watched us grow up, they just pulled up on our block and was like, yeah, we heard y'all rap. He was like, yeah, we do a little something. They was like, spit something for us. We rap for them. And then they came back the next day. Well, they told us, look, tomorrow we going to the studio. So they came back and my brother was there because he was fresh out at the time. Uh -huh. You know, I've been home since like 1990. So I was gone when they came. So he took them to the studio. 
And when he came home in the wee hours of that morning, he was like, I was in the studio with Easy. I'm like, no, you wasn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, yes, I was. <laughs> and so he played all of this music that he recorded that day. Like, he even real Compton City G's, like, he was working on it. He had structured it for him, for his parts that he was supposed to rap on and stuff like that. And that's pretty much how it happened. Like, some dudes who, you know, who knew us knew him. So they, they just pulled up out of the blue, just said, yeah, they, yo, they we heard you rap. Like, yeah. Damn. To the lab. And then uh, I wasn't supposed to be on the song, the cold part about it. Like my brother named he already had it already structured for him and him. Mm -hmm. But when I happened to go to the studio the next time he went, they they was like, they had the, you know, we had the reel to reels. You remember those reel to reels that they used to record on? Yes, sir. So they had that up and they was like, uh, after eat, my brother, I guess, Easy did his part, my brother did his part, and then Easy was gonna put another verse, but it was like a long stretch of beats because they was like, you know, the hook was gonna go in the front, a hook was gonna go after his verse, and then my brother, and then like that. But the part that I rapped on, they didn't understand how the beat got so long in that part. And they was like, what the fuck happened right here? Because when they put it down on tape, it didn't come out that way. Damn. But on the real to real, it was like that. So they was like, we got to do something with all of this beat, right? It yeah. was like 12 bars, that extra beat. And somebody was like, let that nigga try something. And I was like, huh? Like, I was like, I'm, a, I'm sitting in there starstruck because I'm in there with Easy. With like, Easy, right. And the nigga like, tell me, let him try something. I'm like, what? So I'm, like, I'm nervous as a motherfucker. I get up. Fuck it, I had a bunch of raps that I knew from 1986. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This, this 92. This the but this is the opportune time to spit them. Yeah, man. It's the opportune time. <laughs> I'm nervous as shit. But I get in there, I get in there and start rapping. And they was like, you hard, but you ain't talking about none about what we talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was like, man, give me some more weed. So they brought me some weed in there. I'm in there getting high. And then I just really freestyled that verse. And they was I didn't know that they was recording everything that I was saying. Like everything that I rapped, they was recording that shit. Hold up, man. So, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up. You freestyled yeah. one of the dopest verses, bro, in history. Yeah, it was only 12 bars. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, I got to drop a bomb on that. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this now. Coming from a legend, man. He said he freestyled one of the hardest verses in history. And I had I had to drop a bomb on that, bro. Because well, no, it's the knockout definition, original baby man. The way you came on that, bro, like yo, that shit was so hard. So what, what happened was they recorded it, and when I came out, they was like, "That's it." They told me to come out, and they just made me change a few words, you know, like certain things that probably wasn't rhyming or making sense, and yeah. I just had to fix it up. Yeah, but that, that's pretty much how it came out. That's cold. That's cold, yeah. bro. That's cold. Cause you, like you say, you, you had the. I noticed you had the longest verse, and I was like, okay, this must be made for him to shine right here. But you saying that that was an accident, still an made accident. for you to shine. Yeah, it was like it was like it was it was God's plan, man. Come on, it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't nothing planned, pre-planned from us. Yep. Come on, man. Look here, when it's divine intervention. Can't nothing stop it. You understand what I'm Can't saying? It was meant for you to shine just right, right then, bro. Yeah. And you took that and yeah. ran with it, man. That's a beautiful thing. Because look here. Yes, sir. Off of freestyle, you still in the game. You've been in the game this still long, game. bro. You understand what I'm saying? That's now, crazy. This is something that I want to ask you, bro. From yeah. everything that you did, how long did it take for y'all to record that song? 
It man, bro, like literally a day, cause like you this is how easy work, like from what I've seen. Um, my brother, he wrote he did a lot of writing for him, you know what I'm saying, around that time. So what what he would do is he would go and lay the song. Mm-hmm. Easy, like whatever easy had to rap, he would go and listen to my brother rapping it over the beat and okay. then learn it, and then he'll come back and, and redo it with his verses. Oh, okay. you see what I'm saying? But okay, I, I'm assuming he had learned it already because that day when I was there, he laid his part. You know what I'm oh, saying? He laid okay. his part, I laid my part, and that was it. Oh, so you was, was in the so you, you was in the studio when easy laid his, and then you came yeah. right behind? Oh, yeah, oh my god, yeah. So he made that hook from 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 different records or something you saying? Yeah, he did that. You know, that was uh, that Stomp Him in His Tracks. That's from the DLC album. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? So he, That's just dope, scratched, man. he just scratched that little shit in there. And then little parts of Easy Yo Dre, what up? Boy, yeah. Right now. That's that cold. Shit. That's yeah. cold. So let me ask you something. I heard somewhere that DJ Quick was the one that said, yo, that's the one. That's the one y'all need to put out right uh, yeah, there. Yeah, this was, this was days. This was either days or weeks later. Ooh. You know, just us vibing in the studio. You know, different people used to come by. The studio is like the kicking spot, you know, like niggas pull up, drink, get high, you know. Right, right, so right. So one day Quick did came, Quick came through and, uh, you know, he was like, he was the type of person, I guess his his music partners, you know, he trusted their ears. Yeah. So he told the nigga Quick, he was like, let me play something for you. He went up in there, turned that shit on, boom. I seen the nigga Quick, he was over there going like, he was like this shit, bang. And then yeah. when he turned it off, I guess he, I assumed he heard all the other music that he did prior to that, that went on that particular LP or that EP. Yeah. And he was like, this the one. He kept, he kept telling that nigga all day, that's the one, e. that's the <laughs> one right there. On the real, yeah. Yo, and that, that was, was my first time seeing him at the time, yeah. That was your first time meeting Quick? Yeah, meeting him like that, yeah. Yo, that's crazy, yeah. man. Look at look at look at that, man. Look at look at how that, that that went like that. Your first time with E, your first time with Quick, but then you yeah. fit right in that puzzle piece. You know what I'm talking about? Yo, yeah. that's dope, man. So Oops. the video itself, how long did it take for y'all to do the video? Uh that was a couple of days. Um, that was a couple of days because we had different locations. So I'm assuming, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna say like three days. Three days. It's like three a three days. day shoot. Yeah. The way that the way that video looked like, man, that shit looked like the whole Compton was there, bro. I'm like, damn, look oh, at all these folks. The whole it was, I, look, man, it I was, said, damn, bro. look at all it these was. folks out there. It started out, it started out with just the whole Compton, and then everybody from LA, Long Beach, everybody came to that shit from all over, man. Yeah, that, that shit looked, crazy. that shit looked real thick, man. So look, it was so crazy, man, because it was like that was my first time ever being involved in something so great. And I know so many people from so many places and they was like, everybody was trying to talk to me all at the same time. Yeah. You know, like niggas that I ain't seen in, in a year. Yeah. Niggas from everywhere, man. It was like, knock out. No, I, I was like all day, like my nigga. Like, my nigga, nigga, what's up? What? <laughs> like, you was on, that? yeah, that's it. That's that, yeah, he on them, boy. That shit happened so fast. That's that dope, man. Quick. Yeah. So, okay, now by it happening so fast and, and you seeing so much, so soon like how was you able to adjust to that man 
I mean, I did, I did the best I could, my nigga. It was like, you know how, I don't know if you ever experienced coming from what we call a normal life into that life. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can probably ask Scrappy, he can probably tell you, but like when you was a regular nigga, yeah. like you didn't get all this attention, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't too many people, it was just your main niggas, you know, fucking with you, hollering at you here and there, right? Yeah. But soon as you get a little bit of shine in that way, then here come everybody. You Hollywood, all oh, you now you acting different. Hey, you know? I, I, like, hey, like, hey, 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 please everybody. Come on, yeah, come man. on, man. It was it was kind of it was kind of like it was a little crazy because like some people was trying to project their like their insecurities onto you. Yeah. Like onto me and trying to like tell me like, oh, you changed. Like, nigga, I'm right yep. here with you. How I changed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I ain't Look. left nowhere. Nigga, I'm still right here. Look, bro, I so, can yeah, definitely was, relate. Was, yeah, it was different, man. It was different. Like a lot of shit became different. Um, my face, once the video came out, I couldn't really just be around, you know, like a regular nigga no more, even though I tried to always keep myself. I never wanted that Hollywood mentality or those eyes that they seen out of. So mm-hmm. I never went nowhere, bro. Like I didn't mm-hmm. move out the hood. I didn't do none of that. I was still right there with the homies chilling. Like, but at the same time, when I when I would leave outside of my area, people would just be like starstruck. Like motherfuckers used to be in the cars chasing me ah. up and through the streets and shit. Like I'm like, damn, yeah, like pulling up at the light, opening van doors. I'm pulling out my gun. Like what's happening? Like don't know what niggas on. You like, think it's crazy. the ops, but it's a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, Look, it, was, it was crazy, man. I could definitely relate to that, man, because uh, like. You know what me and Scrap went through with the accident and stuff. Now I was already grinding yeah, yeah. before that, but it was like right after that, that tragedy became my triumph. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I was already in the movies, but I started getting more into it. You know what I'm saying? For the fact of it started bringing more opportunities. You know, even though I was still trying to heal, but more opportunities was coming. And then I got the opportunity to be on Love and Hip Hop. And then from that point on, bro, it's been through the roof ever since. And I can relate to what you're saying because once all that happened, it was like, you know, some of my friends was like, damn, you ain't a street nigga no more. You done changed. And I'm like, yo, it's it's not the fact of me trying to be a street nigga no more. It's the fact of I, I have an opportunity that I don't want right. to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, right, I want right, to get right. the best out of this and I want to do right. as much with this as I can. So if that means for me having to separate myself from situations that I used to indulge in, then that's what it is. Because as we grow up, we supposed to, you know what I mean, change, you know? So absolutely. I, I wish I would have. I wish I would have known that then. I was only like seventeen, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, going on eighteen. Mm-hmm. So like my mind wasn't that mature back then, you know what right. I mean? Like, I, and then that generation, that '90s generation, was like, you know, keeping it real. We was we was like dead. It on was that. a must. That was yeah. no, you know, it was no faking the funk, none of that shit. Like so, I was stuck on that, but that still was kind of ignorant of me to even you know stay in that mentality. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Because I went to prison as a result, you know. Listen, man, I'll be checking out some of your interviews, bro. And I, I, I've seen and I've heard a lot of growth in you, you know what I mean, from earlier interviews up until now. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah, seen yeah. I've seen, and I've heard the growth, man. So I want to salute you on your growth. A lot of us brothers it. don't want to see one another grow. But when I see somebody such as yourself that has sprouted out into a man, man, I have to salute that and say, man, congratulations on your growth, Thank brother, you, and man. continue to grow. You know what I mean? So look. Thank you. 
being in the game this long, man, and seeing what you have saw, as the game changed, what has you noticed that has been more uh, of a change in this music industry now? Um, shit, it's so much, man. Like, I mean, the entire game has changed. Like, as far as from what I what I knew, like, you know, back then, um, the the labels when you know when I was really signed and stuff, the labels used to kind of babysit and pamper you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they did everything for you. Mm-hmm. To where like like now like you know I went to prison and came home to this new thing, so when I came home this is when you know Napster had already did what it did, the industries had downsized you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and and then it was like now they were saying like you got to grind first and then the labels find you back then it wasn't that way you know right. they used to talent scout mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so now you got to pretty much start your own movement you make a much you make enough noise then they come and get you now come on so man. I mean all of that stuff is different. You know? But I think I think it made a greater uh, a greater benefit for independent artists to where like once you blow like a Nipsey you know somebody like that you don't need a label after a while you know what I'm saying because you got the internet you got all these different things at your you know at your disposal to whereas back when I was like back in the game you would have to went to school for a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. To learn how to engineer and all that to work a big ass SLL board. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit wasn't that was some complicated shit back in the day. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It took it used to take a whole hour, bro, just to load the beat in the studio. Whoo! Do you know shit. that? Because you had Hell to you nah. had to bring it up sound by sound. You know, you didn't have two tracks, you didn't have all this shit that people got today. Like so you layering it. So you had to layer yeah, it, bro. Oh like, my god. You Shit, go put it on that thing. Then you had to know that the knobs on that big ass board, you had to bring up one sound at a time, bro. Like the little and make sure that shit was right. Then you had to bring up the snare and then the bass and then the drum, like all that shit. That shit took a long time. You know what? Listening to that, that lets me that 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 now I understand how the why the recording budget was so big because they running up studio time like crazy doing that like that. Absolutely, absolutely, man. There was real professional people. Like Mm -hmm. now, you can learn that shit just playing on your computer. But them people had to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Like they had to go to school for hours and really know what the fuck. Tell by the sound of the music from today, from today and then, like the quality is different. Absolutely, sonically Absolutely. everything is different. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, and I never looked at it from that standpoint. I guess because I I, I haven't seen it from that standpoint. You saw the transition yeah. from analog to digital. You saying Absolutely. that you came home to the internet. So when you come home, it's like a whole like like you got to transform oh, your no whole world. way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. So, okay, so now look, let me ask you something. Because it seems as if you've adapted quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like yeah, you've adapted time. to it. Yeah, okay, so over time. I'm just about to ask it. Was it instantaneous? But you saying that it was over a period of time. Yeah, it was so, over the period of time. Because, like, my brother, he was out here. So he was able to learn it. And so when I came home, this nigga, you know, he got the laptop. You know, I ain't never seen that shit. They got the laptop. We in the car riding. And this nigga came be listening to shit, programming shit, like yeah. shit that you just couldn't do. You know what yeah. I mean? And that so shit was blowing your mind then, wasn't it? Yeah, that shit blew me. <laughs> Everything blew me, bro. Niggas had computers in their lap. 
Niggas was on smartphones and just that shit was all that shit was crazy. I had a pager when I went to jail. Oh my god! So you come out, man. You come out like the, the Flintstones did, yeah, man. Yeah, I was like a dinosaur. Yeah, out, man. Damn, man. So look, man. Um, I want to ask you something, man. Like growing up in Compton, like I said, I heard you say something that that was so uh. uh bigger you you said you know when you grow up you you can't you 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 don't know who your friends are you know what i'm saying it's not up to you who your friends become you know what i mean like you Mm -hmm. get cool with the people that's in your vicinity so some of your friends may not be friends to other but they damn show good to you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and segueing into what i want to ask you like i heard you say that you were the first person to ever talk about orlando anderson on tape right my yeah. question to you, every time you hear that name, it's painted in a bad light. You being his best yeah. friend, bro, let me ask you, how was he as a person, as a friend? Because everybody always talk about the negative. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's let's big him up on some positive. How was he as a friend? Yeah, yeah. See, people, you, you know, like, you can't really speak on something you don't know. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you don't, people only got a story about him, but they don't know him as a person. He was a good dude, man. Like, that man took care of his kids. He loved his family. He damn sure, like, I met, me and Orlando met when we was like 11, 12 years old in Juvenile Hall. You know what I'm saying? And um, ever since then, bro, like, our lives went in different directions. You know, I was in foster care. He Mm. would always go home to his, he had a family to go home to. I didn't. So anywhere that I ended up, bro, he would find where I was at. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, some way. He'd wow. pull up. You know what I mean? He'd pull up in the car like, what's happening? What's up, Looking for you. Ooh, Looking for you specifically. Looking for a nigga. Like, wow. yeah, bro. Like, yeah. So that was the kind of love that we had. You know what I'm saying? He was just a good dude. He was down to earth. He was a no-nonsense person like I was. You know what I'm saying? But that was by virtue of the streets that we grew up in. That's how it made us. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we wasn't no type of people that go out and start trouble and just fucked over people for no reason. Yeah. But we was a part of something. And we took it serious, you know what I'm saying? We took that shit serious. But he was a he was a great dude, bro. Like, like any cool nigga that you know, yeah, that's that's who he was. You know and what I'm saying? He just he was real about what he was into, like anybody right. of that era. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's what I wanted yeah. to do, bro. I wanted to ask you because you knew him personally, man. Like all these people that 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 say, oh, he was this way, oh, he was that way. You know what I'm saying? Like they paint him in a bad light that's why i want to ask a friend how he was because every it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying sometimes shit goes left but that doesn't mean that that's that's that person you know what i'm saying that's how that person is you know what i'm saying like and i and me myself people fail to remember that people fail to remember that we're multifaceted as individuals you know right sometimes you happy sometimes you sad you know what i'm saying sometimes you riding on the high sometimes you real low and then you have experiences that you go through in life too. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely, you could have been in one place. Something could have happened. A person could have only seen that aspect of you and thought that's who you were. But yeah. that's just unrealistic to think that a person is one way all the time. And we just, you know, he was just a regular cat, man. He he enjoyed certain things in life. Um, he was a hustler. You know what I'm saying? The, the young nigga had money, and a lot of people envied that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like. He was a good dude, bro. Like, in my assessment, he was a good dude. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Like, through and through. And that's that's what the show is about, man. Like, you know, like, 
giving flowers to those that deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I don't care what somebody else might say about another individual. I go off of how that person treats me. You know what I mean? Like what that person done to me. If that person haven't hurt me, haven't slandered me, then that person will always be good in my book. You know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to ask you, you know what I'm saying? What type of friend was he? You know what I'm saying? Because don't nobody ask those type of questions. He's a good dude, man. That's what's up, man. He's a good dude, man. Like I I just wish people could have seen, you know, it's sad because his fame came from from something that wasn't that wasn't cool. You know what I'm right. saying? Like he's known for something infamous. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. But if, right. if people could have got to know him, they would have known, man. He was a good nigga, man. Like he was my nigga for sure. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. That's what's up, bro. Definitely. So let me ask you something. Um, When all that went down, where were you? How did you, you know what I'm saying, hear about it? Was you on the street or was you? Um. I was on the street. I was at home. Shit, I was still, mm. you know, uh, what year was that? That was that was that was ninety six. Ninety six, huh? Yeah. Shit. So yeah, I was I was I was home, bro. I, I think I caught my case that year too. Okay. But yeah, so, I was home. Like I so was. You home, had other and, uh, things going on. I was pretty much at the house. I had no idea that that shit happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. The crazy thing is when that shit happened, that following morning he came to my house like around six o'clock in the morning damn you know what i'm saying i was still sleeping knocked on the door i'm I'm still living with moms I, I believe at the time like he knocked on the door boom i wake up like wiping shit out my eye come outside he was like man you heard that shit i'm like heard what it's like man they trying to say whoopty 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 whoop i'm like what mm. my little brothers now they coming out they want to be nosy they coming out there and shit looking yeah. like and, and then from there you know i the shit just went up. It was in the news. It was everywhere. It was in yeah. the street. It was Damn. a bunch of rumors, and it was just it is it is what it was, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fact, though. Okay, so <clears throat> yeah, from that from from then to now, uh, the transition that you've made from a BG, I, I, I'm looking at you now like an OG. You feel me? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So from yeah. the tra- transitions that you're making in life, I, I, I want to ask you. Have they been easy? Oh, yeah. For me now it has. Because, you know, like most of the things that hold people back, bro, to be mm-hmm. honest, is just how they think. Absolutely. You understand what Absolutely. I'm saying? And, and um, the things that, you know, that I've learned up until now has matured me into, I think, the place where I'm supposed to be at 45 years old. Like I, I think I think like a like a 45-year-old man instead of a 20-year-old boy. You know what Dope. I mean? Like. So, like, for me, it hasn't really been hard because now I understand, you know, back when I was growing up, it was some things that I just wasn't made privy to, you know, like, I didn't know all the options I had as a 20 year old, uh, 20 year old or a 17 year old, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like, absolutely. We're, we're, we're only, you know, you kind of like you're in the quagmire of all the shit that you grew up around, all the people that you're around, they all think a certain type of way. And that mm-hmm. shit influenced the way you think. You understand Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So now I just believe like at the age I am, I'm just grateful, bro, to have been through all the things that I've been through, to have uh, experienced the things that I've experienced in life. Like, I'm just grateful to be around that right now. Like, I'm not really seeking a whole lot of stuff like a lot of people like fame and all that, man. I wish I was, I wish I was never known in that way, to be honest. Because it's some things you just can't never live down. You know, once people have seen you in that light, and people Absolutely. always kind of will 
put that on you. You know what I'm saying? It's more to me than just being that person that y'all think I am, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I could definitely dig that because I get that sometimes like it, it's hard for people to see you as who you are because they only yeah. see you as who you used to be. But mm-hmm. what they got to understand, like the Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But now that I'm a man, I put away my childish things. If you want that old C, then go look at those old pictures. Go listen to that old right. music. You won't <laughs> right. get that old right. C out of me no more. You feel right. me? I don't care right. how much you holler. I don't care how much you jump up and down. You won't get that old dude unless I d- decide to show you him. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then when I show you him, you better get the hell out the way. You feel me? Because right. now that's a problem. You feel me? So, you right. know, uh, right. hey, man. So let me ask you something. From then to now, Compton. How was the atmosphere? How has it changed? What remained the same and what has changed? Um, it's a lot has changed, bro. Like, I mean, Compton still has this thing to where like it ain't it ain't as deadly as it used to be, but it still is to a degree because the mm-hmm. youngsters, you know, they not really they not really like us, and I'm thankful for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm really thankful that they not as crazy as we were, bro, because right. Right. Like we used to live, we used to live for that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to wake up. Then nobody had to tell us nothing. Yeah. We was yeah. on it already. Wait, you no, know, it wasn't having to come off. out. You niggas ain't doing this. Y'all ain't doing that. <laughs> we wasn't going through that because we was on it. It was like, nigga, this is what we doing when we wake up in the morning. Like we don't care about nothing. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah. But yeah. now it's a little bit more cool, bro, because the youngsters they kind of like. Like when I was young, it was some hoods that we didn't get along with. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When people got hurt, people passed away. Mm-hmm. And now the young, the younger generations, they building bridges with these dudes. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Dope. With some of these yep. dudes. Now they kicking in. And like when I came home, I was like, this shit kind of, it's a little strange to see y'all kicking in with these people when, you yeah. know, our history was different with them. But that's just how it go through j- different generations. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not supposed to be like us. They're supposed to be different. Every generation is supposed to be different than the other. That's a you fact. know what I'm saying? Either better or worse. You know what I mean? That's a so fact. So Compton is it's a lot more safer today. Um, I don't really spend too much time there, but when I go through there, it's like I can't just be a regular person in Compton because everybody kind of know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I don't really just kick it out there like that. You know what I'm saying? I go when something special is happening right, or either right. when something sad, like a funeral. Right, or I right. go like when they celebrating something good or something like that. And then we have this thing in LA where it's called Hood Day. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard about that. Absolutely. Where like there's a certain day out the month that every hood celebrate their yeah. hood. I go to, I go to shit like that. But I'm okay. too old to be in Compton hanging with a bunch of youngsters, bro. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So man. I don't be down there kicking it like that. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I got kids. I got grandkids. I, I can't be out there hanging on the block and shit. Absolutely, man. I feel you, brother, a hundred percent. I'm the same way. I mean, where I'm from, I, I go back when I go back and I and I hit certain places, I see certain people, but I don't hang around too long because I'm gone, you know, because you know, just for the fact of that's just who I am and how I move now. So right. you you brought it up. You got kids. Let me ask you something, man. Do you see BG in any of your kids? I'm talking about BG knockout, the, the young BG no, knockout. No, <laughs> no, 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 brother, no. I and I'm, I'm so grateful to that now, because like one thing about that, like you know, my older kids, I didn't really get to raise them because I was in jail most of their lives. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that was a blessing in disguise because 
it's, it's a lot of things they missed. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that street side of who I was and mm. how other people out there knew me. Mm. So they grew up different and mm -hmm. therefore they have a different life. Uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. and I'm grateful of that. And then my newer kids, naturally, they're not going to see that because I'm not on that no more. There you go. You know, so, so so I'm grateful, bro. Like, I'm so thankful that hell no. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> so what they getting now, they're not getting the hell. BG, they getting the OG now. So now you're guiding oh, yeah, them and giving man. them game. They're getting a the father. They're getting a the yeah. the father and, and like somebody with some sense. Yeah. You know, like, because you know how cycles go. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. The, the, the older people used to, you know, who raised us, they giving us weed, they giving right. us drink too early, they give, yeah. they exposing us to these things that we ain't ready for. And then guess what you would do? You'll turn around and do the and same, do same thing, thing to the young generation up under you. Come on. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, man. And, and you so right, brother. You so right on that. We we get led astray and then we'll start leading others astray, thinking that that's the right way, but that's all we know. You know what I'm saying? So that's you're absolutely you know. right about that, man. So look, man, I want to ask you one thing that's really important to me, man. Like, um, BG Knockout, man. Um, now that you are the band that you are, what are your mm -hmm. aspirations thus far? What are you? What are your plans from this point? My plans, like I, I put this on something the other day. I, I only aspire to be fully human now. You know Come what on, I'm saying? Man. To 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 know what it is to be a real human being, bro. Like I really wanna. It's a lot of things inside of me that I'm still working on. You know what I'm saying? That mentality that we're talking about. I'm trying to fully get rid of that. Come on, I'm trying to fully get rid of like. If somebody says something to me in a negative way that I got to always respond in a negative way. Absolutely. Like, I just want to be mature, man. I just want to be like a real person and I just want to see things for what they are. Like, I don't want to hate somebody because they're a certain type of way. I just want to hate the thing that's inside of them as opposed mm -hmm. to hating them. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. right like, right, I'm just right. trying to mature and just be human, bro. Like, I just want to, I don't know. That's really all I can say. Like, I aspire to be fully human, bro. That's really it. Nah, you know that's what dope. I mean? And let it go dope. out of that negativity. That's really it. You it know, ain't nothing, I, it ain't nothing material or none of that shit like that I want out of this world because most of that shit is, it's all, it's all dead weight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Material shit is all empty for the most part. You know, absolutely, absolutely, it's all brother. emptiness. You know, yeah. and I'm. I'm digging what you're saying, man. You know, I do a lot of soul searching myself, man. You know, I do a lot of reading, especially coming from where I came from. I was shot six times, close range, and then that near-fatal car accident was scrapping. So since then, yeah. I, I do a lot of soul searching. You know what I mean? Like, I do a lot right, of inventory right, right. of self. And I ask myself, if I had the opportunity to go back and talk to my old self, what would be two things that I would tell myself that I know could and would better me right then, you know what right. I'm saying? So it wouldn't have took so long to get to who I am right now. But I understand mm -hmm. that, you know, like time is time is, is man-made. God don't operate on time. So everything has a purpose for it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I don't I don't question it. But you know, at the same time, I say, oh, why did it take me so long to get to be who I am? So when I asked myself what would be two questions, what would be two things I would tell myself, I came up with, I said I would tell myself to love more and hate less. You understand what I'm saying? Because if I can learn to love, then there's no way I can hate. You know what I mean? Because if I love yeah. you, there's no way I can hate you. I don't care what color you are, what man, what ethnic 
ethnicity you are. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter if I can love. Let me tell you one thing. Like, you have to be around that in order to even know what it is. Like, you know, um, the environments we grew up in, bro, it's like we don't understand that there's an energy there. As long as you're in that energy, it's going to bleed into you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So Facts. in order to understand what you're saying right now, you would have to be in an environment of love to even know what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. if you just if you just if you're just in negativity, negative thinking, negative energy, negative actions, that's all you're going to amount to. You got to literally remove yourself that's in order fact. to you understand what I'm saying? In Absolutely. order to see cuz you can be too close to something to where you can't see it. And that, that was a lot of, you know, the experiences that we had. We was too close to the situation. And mm-hmm. once we got removed, like something happened. Like I went to prison. God took me out of that shit for 10 whole years. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, I was able to see it from a different angle because I'm Absolutely. not right there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Same I said you. you went through the experiences that you had. And for that, for that, for those glimpses of time that God set you down, Mm-hmm. He lets you see it from a different angle. You see Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I said that uh, when God takes you away from uh, society, I say that that's mm-hmm. when God says that he want, I, he want to isolate you, that's because he want to conversate with you. He want to talk to yeah, you, absolutely. but he know that if you in society, he can't get a hold to you because you constantly running from him. And that was my problem. You know what I'm saying? I always had something to do, you know? So I ran from the love that I had at home. I always had something to do. So I ran from the voice of God. So when it got to the point to where right. I couldn't run no more, that's when it all was revealed. You know what I mean? And yeah. I read the Kabbalion and the Kabbalion says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. You know, so I was ready, mm. you know, and, and, and it became clear to me what I needed to do, who I needed to be. You know, so right now, mm. I know right now I'm I'm at a point in my life. I'm at the cusp of what God wants me to do. You know, like music is only a talent that he blessed me with to get to the people. But this is not what right. was this is not my end. all be all. You know what I mean? I'm I'm articulate right, right. enough to be in a boardroom. I'm articulate enough to be center stage as a speaker so music is just a tool that i use to open up doors in order to get to my final destination that god has already showed me you know what i mean so absolutely with that man um i want to ask you something because i don't want to you know what i'm saying like like drag this out but i want to ask you um if there was anything in your life that you could change would you uh that's a hard question because I don't really like uh, I don't like to regret anything. So I, I I doubt. I mean, the only thing that I would change in my life currently mm-hmm. is just certain ways that you know that things that pull at me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like like I'm mm-hmm. telling you about that mentality. Like like I have a problem um, with vengeance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, like if I can change something, I would try to take you know keep working on taking that out of myself, which I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? So it's just it's it's certain things that certain ways that, you know, that still try to creep into my mind and try to get me to think like that old way. Mm-hmm. That, them the only things that I would change. But none of my experiences. No, nah, I wouldn't. That's what's up, man. Um, this is my last yeah. question, man. Um, my last and final question, man. As a man, as a man. BG, where do you yeah. see yourself in, in, in five years, brother? 
in five years, God willing, I hopefully I'm living like in, in Mecca, Saudi Arabia or Medina mm -hmm. or something like that. And just raising my family, man, I'm trying to get closer to God, bro. Like, come on, you know, I believe in it. I believe in the afterlife. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, uh, that's the only thing I'm concerned about, bro. I don't like this world. It's nothing in this world that I want to accomplish like any further. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, absolutely, absolutely. I can, I can, I'm, I'm pretty much taking care of myself and my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we not in need of nothing. We don't have everything that everybody got. All of this material shit, but mm -hmm. we okay. You know what absolutely. I'm saying? We eating, we clean, we wash ourselves. Like, we good. Absolutely. So, absolutely. um, my only thing is to, you know, to get closer to God, bro, as close as I can before I leave up out of here. That's it. I don't oh, want man. nothing from this world, bro. Nothing. Yo, man, like, 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 <clears throat> oh, bro, dog, man, we yoked on this one, man. We evenly yoked on this, man. And that's why I, I knew it was something, man. It was a reason for me to reach out to you, bro. Like, um, yeah. and I, and I appreciate you, man, for just, you know, coming on, man, because like I say, bro, you didn't have to, man. Like you could be anywhere else, but you here on the B side, man. And I really, really appreciate that, man. You know, me and my sure. brother. We say the same thing, man. I just want to get closer to God, man. I just want to make it to heaven. It doesn't, anything and everything else on this planet, man, means nothing to me except my my, my family, the people that I love. You know That's what I'm it. saying? That's I've done it. I've done what I wanted to do when it comes to music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've done what I wanted to do thus far. You know, anything else from here on out is extra. It's only God's grace. It's only, you know what I'm saying, his yeah. mercy. So, in that time frame now, because I'm 40, I'm 42, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really ain't never said it before, but I'm 42. You feel me? Now, excuse me, 43. Yeah. I'm 43. And I'm in my fourth quarter if we looking at basketball. You feel me? And, and, and if we looking at it as basketball, man, I'm trying to goddamn slam dunk. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and, and and take it all the way to the house, you know? And when I say take it to the house, I'm trying to trying to see God. I'm, I'm trying to hear that well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, I done had some bumps in the road. But, you know, I'm trying to make my good outweigh my bad now. You feel Absolutely. me, bro? That's, so, that's, the, that's, the, that's the goal, man. Yes, sir. If your yes, good sir. outweigh your bad, you in a great position, bro. Come because, on. you know, a lot of people don't really know. It's unfortunate, man. Like, a lot of us, you know, the, the cold thing about it is that our life here is this big, right? Mm -hmm. eternity is forever that's a greater matter than anything that you're going through right now absolutely once you man. leave here that's the greatest matter that's go you're gonna ever face bro because you're never coming back yeah. so that means that that's what we should be focused on more than anything else man like all of this stuff because even to a certain degree your family can be a distraction you know what i'm saying facts all of this material shit all all this gonna do is keep you somewhere where god ain't at because as long as you worried about, you know, what you got and who took it and who trying to take it from you, you ain't going to be thinking about God at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not looking forward to none of that, bro. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, I just don't, man. I don't care about it. Dang, you know man. what I mean? Yo, bro, I can yeah. deal with you all day, man. I, I, I don't want to hold you up too much longer, man. I thank you for coming on to the show, bro. But before sure. you go. I appreciate you for having me. Hey, man, anytime and every time you want to come to the B-side, bro, you just hit me and say, hey, see, no, I'm pulling up. And, bro, the door is always open for you. You feel me? Like, no cap. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. This your show now. You feel me? So, 
Uh, and I might be hitting you up. Hey, BG, I need you to come on and co-host. You know what I'm talking about? So, hey, man, this man, your show, bro. Whatever you want to do. That's what's whatever up, man. Whatever you want to do, man. I'm here. That's what's up, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to tell the audience, man, before uh, we get up out of here, bro? Man, just stay safe, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We living in a pandemic. We living in a world like it's hard to know what's real and what's not. And I would just say take precaution, man. Everybody be safe, man. And like you said, learn how to love more and hate less. You know what I'm saying? And there it is there. Hey, can you give them your social media, how they can get in contact with you if they want to, bro? I'm mainly on I'm mainly on Instagram, bro. B dot G dot knockout with two C's, and then on Twitter I'm uh, BG knockout one six five, and that's really it. I don't really have no up. other social media outside of that. That's what's up, man. That's what's yep. up. Hey, I got it. We, we got to sit down and 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 converse face to face one day, man. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, actually shake hands, man, and Bill. You know what I'm talking about, man? Definitely, man. Definitely. God willing, we'll try to make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely. We we got too much in common not to make it happen. You know what I mean? So absolutely. I love you, my brother. Then, I think you know, you. scrap, scrap, scrap is fam. That's your fam. So absolutely, more than likely, it's gonna happen, man. For sure. Definitely, it's got to happen. It's got to happen, man. It's got to happen, it's man. Got to happen. Absolutely, it's man. Sucks. So look, man. Um, it's been a pleasure, man, to have you on the show, bro. Like I say, I'm going to be in your inbox and saying, hey, BG, I need you to guest host, man. You know what I'm talking about? So be you. looking for that, bro. <laughs> All right. I got All right, you, bro. man. I thank you, man. You and, and once again, brother, my prayers are with you and your family, man. And, and you have thank a you, blessed man. day, man. I love you, my brother. You know what I'm talking about? And we definitely be seeing more of one another. All right, for sure, bro. Take God care. God bless, homie. God bless.